abundant life. This is what we're going to be talking about today, the five ways to live an abundant life. So as you start to listen to this episode, one of the things I'm going to invite you to sit with is what does abundance mean to you? What is abundance? And how do you feel about abundance? Because that is going to start to set you up for what you're going to be receiving. So stay tuned and I'll see you on the other side. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you Remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. Welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. Hello, visionaries. How are you all today? Welcome to another episode of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This is your host, Padma Ali. And we are continuing to converse about money and abundance. But this topic, in today's episode, we're going to be talking more about abundance rather than just money, because abundance goes beyond money. And what does it mean to attract abundance in your life? And if you haven't yet listened to the episodes on money manifestation, please do so, because we're, I, we've covered a lot around money, including faulty money beliefs, what, why you need money, why you need to work through your money issues, and also how to overcome money issues, because these are very important. And the reason I'm really spending some time on money is because there's a lot of fear around money. If you look around you with the economy and like if you look at all the mainstream news, which by the way, I'm sure this is not a surprise to you. I do not subscribe. I do not listen to any of those, of those, um, those, uh, what is that? Mainstream news and I don't read news. I don't listen. I don't see news. I don't watch any of those things. And some people have given me a hard time about it. However, for me, it's like if something is happening in the world and I need to know it, I'm going to know it anyways. I just don't want to fill my brain with junk. Because in the last episode, 
we talked about subconscious reprogramming, reprogramming the subconscious mind, right? And when you're listening to whatever you're listening, whether you're watching something on TV, whether you are scrolling through social media, whether you are listening to a to a news program, whatever it is, that is programming your subconscious mind. And that is how programming starts or happens. And if you I mean, think about your own life right from the beginning. What have you heard and learned about money? All of that is, all of that is programming. So I'm really going to invite you to start looking at how are you being programmed and do you want to subscribe to that or not? And, and if you if if you think you're not being programmed think again because you are constantly being programmed about what the mainstream wants you to think and feel about things now i'm not talking about conspirational theories i'm just talking about this is how we are we are ruled because of how it makes us feel and some of you are not going to agree with me, and that's okay. What I'm inviting you to look at constantly is how you're feeling, because that is one of the first steps to live an abundant life. Because how we feel is how we think, and how we think is how we act. And so this is really, really vital to start to process for you. And we all know how we act brings things back to us. So let's go back to the topic. Five ways to live an abundant life. Number one, feelings. So what is about what is it specifically about feelings? Oh my God, like I'm really tripping over my own words today. So here we're going to talk about how, so how your thoughts. Let's start, let's, let's look at how you, behind every feeling is a thought. Think about it. Anytime you feel something, have you had this experience? I'm sure you do, where you're feeling really amazing, amazing. And behind that feeling is a thought. Oh, yeah, my life is great. Everything is working out for me. Or uh, I got this new deal or whatever that is. And then you get a email from your boss or a friend emails you or texts you or calls you and says something that upsets you. Now think about it. Upset feelings behind an upset feeling is a thought. And what happens with these thoughts is that it everything has a vibration and frequency. You have heard me talk about this many times. So even our thoughts have vibration and frequency. And Whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking is carried in a vibration or a frequency and that is what you're putting out into the world, which means that is what you're attracting back to you. This is how the law of attraction works. So if you are thinking crappy thoughts throughout the day, even if you have affirmations that you're like, I'm going to repeat my affirmations in the morning, but then throughout the day, you're thinking crappy thoughts of worry, fear, um, anxiety, constantly you're in that loop, 
then that is what you're going to be putting out there and that is what is going to keep coming back to you. This is how we stop ourselves from receiving abundance because we're operating from circumstances. What happens when you look at your bank account? What happens when a transaction doesn't go through? What happens when you when a deal doesn't happen? What happens when someone doesn't sign up with you? These are the thoughts, right? And that creates feelings or the feelings create thoughts. And then you are living all day from that place of fear and anxiety. Now notice what happens. Are you going to attract more clients when you're feeling anxious and worried and fearful? Are you going to complete a transaction when your predominant thought is like nothing's working out or nothing ever works out for me or I don't have enough money or any of those things? That is you operating from circumstances and therefore you are stopping the law. You're stopping abundance from coming to your life and this is how you're stopping the law of attraction. So the best way for you to live an abundant life, number one, is to be a hawk when it comes to your thoughts. Now, I am not saying, you know, I get anxious sometimes. I get into fear or worry that happens. But the moment I feel that way, I start to shift it. And it's very important because when you're a hawk with your thoughts, you're going to start shifting your thoughts and therefore your feelings shift. And therefore, you are going to live in a different state. The best way to live in terms of feelings is a feeling of peace and well-being. When you are in a state of peace, you're going to feel so much, it's so much easier to deal with things. Have you noticed that in your own life? No matter, you know, like say you're having difficulty with something. Notice, if you're in a state of peace, do you not feel like you have more tools to deal with that? That's what happens when you shift your thoughts. All right, number two in terms of living an abundant life. Shift your focus to the inside. This is why I started the whole podcast episode with like what's happening with the world. When you start to focus on the outside, then you're going to feel stuck with by your circumstances. I don't have, I don't, you're going to look at the economy. You're going to look at the, you're going to look at other people signing up to work with you or deals coming through from the outside. Everything, you're going to put a lot of emphasis on the outside giving you the the it, it, it would feel like it's going to control your life and your existence because if they don't work with me I'm not going to make money if they don't sign up to if this contract doesn't go through I'm not going to make money and therefore this is what's going to happen in my life and therefore it's going to spin downwards and then I'm not going to have the life that I want notice that notice because that is then going to drive how you feel, which then is going to attract those kind of circumstances back into your life. And if you focus your attention inwards and realize that money 
comes from my state of feeling. How I feel is how I project outwards and therefore the universe is going to give me back those experiences. If you realize that money comes from your, how you value yourself, money comes from inside, not from the outside. Money comes from the universe. How many times have you received a gift out of the blue about someone giving you some cash gift or someone takes you out for dinner or someone buys you something, right? And you did not do anything to to make that happen. It comes from your vibration and frequency. When you can realize this, this is a very radical way of thinking. You know, the reason I'm saying it's a very radical way of thinking is because I have lived this way for the last few years where I know that money comes from the inside. I used to be a worry wart when it came to money. I used to have so many money issues. I've never been homeless, but my my brain would go immediately go to, oh my God, we're going to be homeless. I'm not going to have enough money. How am I going to do this? I used to be in that constant state. In the last few years, I really shifted how I think and feel about money. It doesn't mean it still doesn't come up. It comes up, but I have learned to really see money as a flow, as a way it just gives me experiences. It doesn't mean anything other than giving me the experiences that I want to have in life. And money, there's a constant supply of money, but we have to keep the supply going too. If I'm going to hoard money because I'm like, I don't have enough, I don't have enough, and we hoard money, that's the energy we're giving out. You're not going to have enough. So, and I realized that we had some relatives over in the last, um, we had some guests over for some time, and I was noticing and watching how most people live their life around money. Money is not enough. And that is the predominant way most people live. I have to save the money. I have to hoard the money. And I'm realizing that that's how most people live. So when I speak like this, for a lot of people, get either they get triggered or they it just, it just goes over their head. But if you have not listened to any of the previous episodes, please listen to them because it is going to shift how you think and feel about money. And when you shift that, and look at money as just a tool. Money is a means to an end, not the end all. Everything is going to start to shift. And when you also can shift how you think about money, money does not come from hard work. Money literally comes from how you feel about yourself. And you also have to learn to receive A lot of people have a hard time. When you have a hard time spending, you also have a hard time receiving. And even if you don't have a hard time spending, if you have a hard time receiving, you are stopping the flow of money. The way I look at money is money is a tool. It's a means for me to help a lot more people because when I have money, I can help a lot of people. I can give abundantly to the people who are in my life, like my babysitter or um, like I've shared before, like the nail person, or I can do things for other people that is going to create expansion in their life. I can do more in terms of marketing. I can do more in terms of attracting more people to work with me so that I can change their life. Money is a means to an end. Money is not something that is going to do anything different for me other than this piece. 
So shift the focus of money from coming from outside, from being on the inside and not focused on your circumstances. Okay, so that is going to allow you to create an abundant life. All right, number three, valuing your money. What does that even mean? You know, I see a myriad of different types of people. Some people, I used to be this way, I would not even open my bank accounts because I would be terrified of seeing what was in it. Or I would not open my credit cards because every time I would see the numbers, it would freak me out. It would give me a sense of panic and anxiety, okay? I'm not, I wasn't valuing money then. I was fearful of money. What if, and then, and then I would have bills stuck in my wallet. <laughs> you know, like when you, uh, when you go buy groceries or when you go to a restaurant, like I would just stick those bills in my wallet and I would have coins like lying around everywhere in the house. I really wasn't valuing money. On one hand, I was fearful. And on the other hand, I wasn't valuing money. So I had to do some work around cleaning up my wallet, making sure that I had all the, you know, it was not like just throwing coins everywhere, like, you know, like quarters and it was just not lying around the place, but I was really honoring and valuing the money. So that is one set of people. The other set of people tend to, to completely one is the ignoring money like i'm just not going to i'm going to pretend it doesn't exist and when i see it i'm going to freak out the other people other other way you may not be valuing money is to hoard money what does it mean by hoarding being scared of spending being scared like oh i won't have enough if i spend this i'm not going to have enough so let me not spend it let me get the cheapest deal possible let me buy things on sale now, I'm not saying anything is wrong with that, but what, it, what it's telling your brain is that you are always looking for something cheaper, which means that you don't think you're going to get money back, which means if you spend, you're not going to receive the money back. Now, that is not valuing money. Valuing money means honoring the money you have. And there's another set, and that set is like, Money received, money spent. Money received, money spent. They don't allow money to sit in their accounts. It's like paycheck to paycheck to paycheck to paycheck because you just keep spending and spending unnecessarily. It's like you already have a big, like a box of crayons at home and you go buy another box of crayons. That is not valuing money. Okay, so what I'm going to invite you to do is look at your relationship with money. How do you deal with it? Are you keeping, are, are you honoring money at the same time allowing money to spend, to, to go out of your, um, out of your bank account? So that is important for you to see because that will give you, assure you, how are you valuing or not valuing money? Number three. Paying attention to your thoughts and emotions. This is this comes back down to the first one, right? Thoughts and vibration and the law of attraction. When you operate from this place of everything has been and everything will always be okay, notice what happens in a few weeks and a few months with your money. Like when you focus on money and say, I am so grateful. So when, when you spend money one of the things that i do when i'm when i'm spending money say go to the grocery store 
when I put my credit card in, I imagine that money going to the to the grocery store, the workers in the grocery store, and the farmers, and I just imagine everyone being showered with the money I'm spending and their lives improving. And then I'm blessing that money. And then I'm also saying to the money, I invite you to come back to me multifold. Whenever a client pays me, I always bless the money and I tell them, I bless this money and may it return back to you multifold. Because that emotion and that thought makes me feel so much better about my money and my, and my spending or my receiving. It has a completely different vibration and frequency to it when I'm blessing the money and imagining it, blessing the person receiving it. And when I'm receiving the money, I'm also imagining the money going back to the person who spent it on themselves, right? They're working with me. They're investing in themselves. It's not investing in paying me. It's investing in themselves and that money returning back to them. It really has a different feel to it. And then I start to feel everything is okay. Money always has shown up in my life. I've never been without money. Even in the most dire circumstances, money has shown up. Then what is my concern? Why am I worried? So when I operate from this place of everything is, everything has been, everything will always be okay. You know, when I was a kid, this is a it, this is interesting because I used, I've, I've shared with you all, I used to be very, very, very anxious. I mean, I was, I, I was so anxious, even as a five-year-old, like I would have so much anxiety. I mean, poor kid. Like when I look back on my life, I'm like, oh my God, like poor child. Like if, if that was one of my kids, I would feel so ter- so sad for them to live life with so much anxiety. And I would, that caused a lot of like um, repetitive OCD type behavior where I would keep repeating things like everything is okay, everything is okay, everything is okay, everything is okay. <laughs> and I remember that and and somehow that became like my mantra, everything is okay, everything is okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Like that was how I would soothe myself. And so that became my mantra, even as an adult. It was like, okay, everything is okay. Everything will always be okay. And that would always make me feel better. So what I'm inviting you all to do is to find statements like that that make you feel better. Because when you feel better, you think better. And when you think better, you act better. Okay? All right. The last one, gratitude. Gratitude. Oh, I l- gratefulness. When you feel grateful, doesn't everything change? The first thing I do when I wake up and I put my feet on the ground is I say thank you. I think I say thank you to Mother Earth. I say thank you. I call Mother Earth Pachamama. That's an ancient way of calling Mother Earth. Um, and I just say thank you. Thank you for for holding the burden of allowing me to walk on you. Thank you to water when I drink water. Thank you to the money that has allowed me to have the life that I have. So when I'm in gratitude, not only for the money, but for the experiences I'm having, for everything in my life, 
And it's a practice I have to constantly remind myself because it's easy to forget, right? It's easy to forget to be grateful for your laptop or your phone or like it's easy. We just get so caught up in our day-to-day existence that we forget to be grateful. And when you can be in that state of gratitude, things will change. Be grateful for the money you have. Be grateful for the money coming to you. Be grateful for the money you're spending and see how that shifts for you. So... Tell me, what are you taking away from this episode? Share with me on Instagram. Share with me in a story on Instagram and and tag me with this episode. First of all, where you're listening from. And then also, what stood out to you about this particular episode or these episodes on money? What are you taking away from this? Because I'm sharing this with you based on my own experiences, but also like I want you to have a better life with money. I want you to have a lot of money because not because money is going to make your life any better. It's only money gives you better experiences. And a poor person cannot help other poor people. The more money you have, the more help you're going to provide. So share with me your takeaways. And and also, if you like this episode, please leave a review and share these episodes with other people as well. Thank you so much for being here. As always, I'm so grateful to you. And I will see you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.